Danny. And I'm Demika. And we're biracial unicorns. The Minnesota. Minnesota time. Girl. Mm. It's hot. <laughs> I uh, welcome welcome to the beginning of the end, Demika. <laughs> I cannot. We were you were joking when we did an interview about like or water wars, and I'm thinking like I have to get fit. I'm not prepared to fight for my water like I probably should be. Uh, yeah, <sighs> it's <laughs> it's it's funny, but it's also scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. But I I, I don't want to get into weather because it's it's not the weather casts not yet. But what I'm talking about with heat, it's the peak of summer. We're just enjoying it. And Mm. you know what? I was just thinking about getting some of my closest friends together and finding a treasure map and go hunting with said treasure map. Yeah, you were. Yeah, it's 1985, (laughs) and we're going to be loaded with horrific stereotypes and gender norms. so many stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're going to have so many inconsistencies, and I want you to join with us. And I just want to spend some time talking about the 1985 classic, The Goonies. The Goonies. The Goonies. So I was half and half, because some people... Absolutely have seen it, can quote it backwards and forwards, and other people are like, I've only seen it on TV, and I've only watched it while waiting for something else to come on. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm in a third camp. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I originally saw it on TV mm. as a kid, but... Yeah, like I like The Goonies. I think it's a classic. I think it's a movie that everyone needs to see. Yeah. I've seen it in theaters once. Oh, when they re-released it? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just such such a fun movie. Mhm. You know, I I just like so many 80s 80s adventure movies that are like in this vein, right? And they're mm-hmm. all just like such fun movies. And when I watch them, yes, lots of stereotyping and lots of like things that yes. was like, mm, yeah. mm, I don't know about this. But <laughs> but I will say it does instill in me the sense of nostalgia and mm-hmm. like why don't they make movies like this anymore? Like Thank movies you. that are truly like a family movie that like everyone can enjoy for different reasons right it feels like kids movies now are just like kids movies yeah girl thank you so the reason why i want to talk about it is that stranger things one of our favorite they're trying to do like an ode to the goonies Mm. for this next one a goonies-esque kind of style because they're really good at just harping on our nostalgia hearts like take all my money i know what you're doing I'm aware. (laughs) So, but that's just the thing I keep thinking about with, we don't make the classic summer adventure grouping, the standby me's the, you know what I mean? Where kids go out and have this ultimate adventure. Like you said, where we can all kind of enjoy it. And it's just so almost untouched. It's such a good time capsule. And, but I think part of the reason why we can't make a particular movie of this magnitude adventure is we just wouldn't buy it. Like, there's so many inconsistencies for a 1985 movie of that time period. But now, we I just think we would have been like, well, this is neglect and this is horrible. That's not what a sewer looks That's like. That's true. That's We're, true. I, uh-huh. I was thinking about that also. Is like, is it because 
our generation was like the first generation that started to have some parental supervision. Yes. <laughs> you know? And so I feel like now, like a kid can't play in their front yard without an adult, without somebody calling like child protective services. Yeah. So Sid, you're calling me out. I am a certified <laughs> helicopter parent. Like I am the absolute worst. I know. It's the documentaries, yeah, so girl. I think you're right. Like in a 2021 world, how are kids going to like go on an adventure like no one's gonna buy it right yeah because oh we were watching speaking of nostalgia because like i said i've got family in and you're trying to once again find something that everyone can watch that's not a cartoon and we watched honey i shrunk the kids have not seen that movie in years and i was just so enjoying it but like the first half of the movie is just like oh where are the kids oh they're probably at the mall Oh, they're probably at the kids or their friend's house. Oh, they're this, they're that. They literally, for a good chunk of the movie, they have just like, oh, that's weird. Normally they're home by now. Just this laissez-faire kind of, oh, I'm sure they'll turn up attitude. And that would never fly now. I go 15 minutes with my kid playing in the yard. I'm like, where's she? I have cameras in my house. (laughs) We just can't, we cannot do that. And now, and also cell phones too. Like where the kids at call them on the phone or track (sighs) their phone. I don't know. It breaks my heart to Like, I think like not to call you out, uh, but but I think there is something really important about developing into a person and having that freedom to, Mm Be, be on your own to make mistakes. Like the world really isn't more more dangerous except for this whole climate change thing we were just talking about um, than when we were kids. But it's like part of the narrative that it's like so much more dangerous. Like it's not. No, that should make us more worried that we were just out there as tasty, attractive young children out there in the front. God, to me, I'm terrible. I, I tell you, this is this is the result of watching way too much true crime. I'm literally watching them like coming in the house, snatching kids from their own window at night. I'm terrible. Like I don't get scary movies, but ones where children are it's it's like the boogeyman. It's the boogeyman equivalent for people with children. And but you're totally right. It's so hard to be able to have that independent play friends. Like nothing would make me happier. I've been like, oh go and hang out with your friend down the corner in the street, ride your bike there. Um just be on before the street lights come on. Like nothing would make me happier for my kid to have that kind of childhood or have her band or friends go out into the woods because my daughter loves the woods. I'm like just be back and have an adventure. Make a mistake. Go create that. But girl <laughs> I cannot imagine sending my kid with her three best friends. One's going to be a mouthy kid. One's going to be slightly chubby and one's going to be a know-it-all. And they're going to go out to the forest and have an adventure. I just can't. It's terrible. I'm part of the problem. I mean, it's the world. It's not you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so adventures, not Mm -hmm. believable. I also feel like as a kid, I... I like booby traps seemed like a thing. Yes. Did like, you not think the whole world was booby traps? Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's the other another like not very believable thing. I'm like booby traps. <laughs> I, I, 
You know what I think another thing is? Treasure is too vague. Mm. I don't think we believe we're just like treasure. Like, oh, a treasure map. What kind of treasure? Yeah. You mean to tell me no one else has found this treasure? Girl, let I me mean, look this up. I there, mean, there was like a, a coin or like something with yeah. the treasure map, right? I think so. or But I don't, I think it was like an old doubloon maybe mm. or, some, or something like that. But it's still like, I think people are like, are we talking gems? Are we talking coins? Are we talking about historical treasure? As this is national treasure. Are we talking about the lessons we learn along the way? <laughs> exactly. The value of friendship. I need to know what kind of treasure this is. Cause I love it. I think I watched in pre- preparation, like everything that's wrong with the Goonies. Cause I love those things. I love it. And they're talking about the little bags of jewels. Like that was not enough to save the house. That, that there is not enough in there to save everything. And I'm like, just, okay, just, can we just go with this right now? Yeah. But, yeah. um, so I have to be completely transparent. I don't think I hit start on my timer. Oh no! <laughs> I just realized we're going. Well, I mean, I think we're I don't within think our limit. I don't think we're at our limit yet. Okay, we're just nine minutes into recording, so, so I just realized. I looked down. I was just like, <laughs> let me look down, and it hasn't started. <laughs> we were going to be thirty minutes in talking about, but what about the relationships they formed in the cave and be very into it? Yeah. Um. Yep. Yep. I'm not, but. Anyway, we have time. <laughs> I don't, I think, I think what's also really great about this is that I don't think kids have big groups of friends, like that they have that neighborhood friends. Kids have friends, mm-hmm. but I don't think we have friends that are just down the street in our neighborhood. Like we all just, I think we're all so spread out now. Yeah. I don't know. Did you have neighborhood friends when you were a kid? I have some, but I think like being a, a base kid, they're all, we're all a bit awkward. Not like, you know, like, oh, you make friends with the neighbor kids. Not, not really. Slightly. We'd like in the summertime, as usual, it's when you bring all the kids out. We'd play like basketball and we were friendly and we knew kids once again, the base kids would all get bus together. But for the most part, you know, we all moved so much. So yeah. it wasn't like anything that could be forged very, very, you know, very, tight knit you know it was all very superficial you're here today gone tomorrow kind of thing what about you did you have like neighborhood homies well I also moved a lot (laughs) when Mm. I was a kid so I think various places I had neighborhood friends like I had neighborhood friends like my second house my first house second place that I lived when I was a kid like I became best friends with the girl across the street and then there was like this kid who was around one summer and then I went over to his house and it turned out it was his grandparents' house and he was only there for the summer. <laughs> like, hey, Matt here. And the guy's like, I'm Matt. And I'm like, no, I mean a kid named Matt. It's <laughs> like, oh my grandson. No, he lives in Alaska. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so like I, I knew people and then same, I knew people like in that neighborhood. I never had like a group of goonies right like yeah. um but yeah i wonder if it's even more so now there's some kids on my my street that i live and i i see them hanging out and playing so i don't know maybe it just depends where you live i guess that's true too i do see a couple of kids out here but it's like playing with them and then going on an adventure with them mm. it's I think that's like a level of like trust because these kids like knew each other and their quirks and just had that bond and 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, I was about adventures, I guess, when I was a kid, too. <laughs> a different place I lived, I remember I had a couple of friends. We lived in an apartment complex, and I knew some of the kids. And once we went on an adventure, like, just outside of the apartment complex, and it was, like, a construction site. It was not not a good ah! adventure. <laughs> At the end of it, a- we, have, we have to let kids go and be <laughs> we I've just literally roll back the tape. We have to let him anyway. Did y'all make it? We all made it. <laughs> it was fine. But I mean, like, there was like wet cement. There was like <laughs> ideas <DS> meal. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a an adventure. I think oh, yeah. I don't know if it's because of these <laughs> movies or if yeah. it's just like innate childhood. Like, you want something cool to happen. You do, even if it's dangerous. Like, in your mind, you're like, that's the urgency, too. It wasn't just finding the treasure wasn't enough, which would have been interesting. And going through and the booby traps. But they also had, like, this Italian mobster gangster family and having the extra pair. So maybe that's the thing, too, about this movie is there's added peril. There's trying to find the treasure to save their home. They just don't want to get rich. So there's this hierarchy purpose, savior purpose, right? And then there's the danger of actually doing the treasure hunt. And the unknown of that. And then there's the pressure of being followed by this particular family. So I think for this movie, it has a lot of peril. And I think that's why it keeps people really into it, you know? So it's, I mean, it was written by Steven Spielberg. And he's just, I think he's good at layering of the, the stakes. And just mm. not, it's not good enough just to have the one. There's just several layered stakes going on. And I think you can grab to one or the other. And I think that's what makes it all so relatable mass wise he's very good at making it massly yeah acceptable <laughs> yeah and and in some ways like hopefully people aren't aren't going to be too offended people who love the goonies but it is very formulaic of like oh, a steven yeah. spielberg action movie mm-hmm. like when i think about the climax of the the goonies like it evokes the same feelings as like the climax of E.T. or like, you know. Yeah, no, there's a very uh, wheezy kind of underestimated white boy leader who does something out of the ordinary that he finds his his cojones and stands up to whatever evil that there's there and makes a very over-the-top triumphant victory that's that's out of this world believable. You know, it's kind of got the jockhead older brother that you're always kind of going after for attention and it's just you're right it's very like a plug and play kind of thing and we just keep buying into it i mean it's a good formula there's a reason why it works yep so uh favorite (laughs) favorite uh goonies goonies character do you have one oh oh my goodness i mean let's see mouth was always fun because i could never be that edgy that mm-hmm. was edgy for back in the day and of yeah. course like chunk because i was always in my a very plus size girl and i felt like they cut his character really really short so mm-hmm. yeah i think between the two mouth was just so you need that that kid you're like why are you even with them like you obviously are only half enjoying yourself but yeah it's fun I love his little like m- like monologue down in the well when they have the coins and the wishes and i'm like i get you kid i'm taking my wish back <laughs> what about you mm, yeah i have to be a mouth girl cory feldman can't go mm-hmm. wrong yeah. you know i like and he's in all the classics 
he, he he's work. in Stand by Me, which you brought up. Mm-hmm. Gremlins. Exactly. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Friday and the Thirteenth. So good. And what was it? The vampire movie with both the Corys. Oh yeah, um, Lost Boys. Yes. Gosh, I was the movie in forever. No, you want to talk about someone who is just like out of everyone, like work, like worked, worked as a young kid. He oh, he carried a lot of movies. <laughs> he did. He did. He a lot and, of movies. And yeah, I think uh, you know, there's been some controversy around him. Oh yeah. So so maybe I need to walk back my I'm a Corey Feldman girl comment. Um <laughs> he is iconic, especially as a child actor. Yeah. Like I'm I'm less familiar with things he did later in life, I guess, but like in the eighties, total icon. Yeah. And that's, and the thing is like, yeah, like, yeah, you can't undo those things in that time frame. And like I said, as a, as a small child before anything, he did work a lot. And I think part of the crazy amount of work horse things of that nature onto it, like they, they overwork children. I'm sorry. Like in the eighties, nineties, they were cash Whoa. cows. And for, and because we were of that age, to me, they're still like the most recognizable celebrity names, which is just ridiculous. What are we going to do? I remember being young and my parents being like, oh, you know, so-and-so died. Like celebrities like, oh, I love them and blah, blah, blah. And it just felt like they were always doing that. And now I'm like, are we going to start being at that age? where like, hey, you know, so-and-so died. They were in the Goonies. Oh, that is so sad. I love the Goonies. Like, I don't like being that age where we talk about celebrities that have passed that we grew up with. I don't like that. We're not quite there. <laughs> we're not that old. I don't I don't know. Like I even was it I even saw was it Will Smith is fifty-two now and I saw him there and he had like graying white silver hair. I'm like, no, you were the summer blockbuster front runner for like most of my teenagehood. You're not allowed to have time wreckage you. But Girl, there's, there's gotta be a huge percentage of people from our high school graduating class who have gray hairs and white hairs coming in so i mean same so (laughs) not me not me (laughs) she's flawless ladies and gentlemen (laughs) i have a whole host of problems but gray hair isn't one of them it's genetics (laughs) i mean i'm i'm excited for for white hair i'm saying bring it yeah. I just totally. hope it can be like an overnight thing that all my hair is just snow white one day when I wake up. She's beautiful. She's delusional. She's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> and she never says die. Never says never die. die. Yeah. Nice way to bring it in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right. We want to hear all your thoughts about the Goonies. I'd also love to hear any childhood adventures you may have had. Please. Like the more dangerous, the better. Yes. All right. Peace. Out. Out.